Everybody, what's going on? This is Clint, Locked On Bulldogs, your team every day. Today, we talk about that line for the Vanderbilt game, as well as other lines from the SEC and around college football. Tell you what to expect. We give our final score prediction, and I let you know that it's too many points against Vandy here on Locked On Bulldogs, your team every day. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are back. This is Clint Locked On Bulldogs. Today we're talking about that point spread for the Vanderbilt game coming up. I give you my final score prediction, and then we touch on some other games of note, like I said. Uh, maybe we get in the Texas game, which, by the way, man, bad luck Kansas strikes, but maybe not so much. Some points to be had out there and some other interesting ne- news and notes from the, around college football. So let's start right there. Uh, the Vanderbilt game this Saturday. I told you not to sleep on this quarterback for Vanderbilt. He's a real deal. Okay, y'all, let me let me tell you again. This guy's the real deal. Do not think because he plays at Vanderbilt and do not think because he's 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 not putting up these gaudy numbers that this kid can't play. This kid can play. He can spin it. He can make the throws. Uh, does he have the skill receivers? No, but but concept wise, can I can an OC that understands in rhythm get him going? Uh, yeah, they can. So watch out, y'all. I'm just letting you know right now. Grab that bucket. And if you're expecting this Georgia defense to come out here and feast on Vanderbilt, just because it says Vanderbilt Commodores on their jerseys, uh, I caution you. Oh, I caution you. May not be that simple. Um, so let's talk about it. the point spread right now sits at 38 points. Y'all, that's a lot of points. The over under is 58 and a half, which is a little intriguing to me. I'm not going to lie. That 58 and a half is much more intriguing than the 38. Now, here's what I'm going to say. It just wanted that that uh, Vanderbilt offense. Uh, the running attack is not going to be there. Our defensive line is going to get some push. Our linebackers are going to be able to run. But I think, I think with a young defense that's still coming along, this is going to be the storyline all year long. And if you looked at Auburn, if you looked at Kent State, if you look at a number of other games, missed tackling has been a factor. Uh, explosive run plays have not been. If you're looking for a place that uh, we're really going to suffer and it's not that it's not letting the back out of the backfield on some counterplay or some power we bottle that up pretty well we're we're getting our footing really gelled with that and that's not Vanderbilt's game to begin with so they're not going to come out here and try to outmuscle us they are going to come out here and they're going to try to get the quarterback in positions because if you think that Will Levis is the is the guy that's scary on this uh, schedule, which by the way, Daniel has talked me off the ledge. My co-host, he's not here. He is gallivanting around the world right now. So uh, he's not listening to the podcast. I can guarantee you that right now as he's gallivanting, which shame on him. Shame on him. He didn't even bring buckets. They didn't allow buckets on the plane. So double shame on him. Um, bucket, by the way, is a receptacle that you use during a game in which you're nervous and you need to um, put some contents in which you just ate into because with the product on the screen isn't going that well. Uh, I'm, I'm off my love of Kentucky. I don't think they're a good team. They don't have the offensive line. Vanderbilt look is not an aggressive team. Um, they're going to put you in a couple of positions. They're going to get in rhythm. They're going to get what they want uh, and they're going to be fine. They're going to be happy going six plays and out 
that's a victory for them because next they might go seven plays and they might get a couple first down chunk yardage and they're going to look for their pieces to pop here and there. And I think they're going to get 14 on us. I think this defense, I think they're going to get two touchdowns. I think it might be early on. It might be 14 going into half and then we clamp down because Kirby's second half coaching adjustments, adjustments with shoe is incredible. Do I think 14? Yes, I do. That's why that 38 number scares me. Because uh, I can see us putting up 38. I can see us putting up 42. Um, but I think they're going to get 14 on us. And if that's the case, I don't have a lock. These are not locks given out for the spread of 38 points in Vandy. But that 50, uh, that, uh, let me make sure, that 58 and a half, that hook. Look, y'all, that hook. That's tantalizing. I might go the under on that. I might go the under. 38, too many points in the spread. The under looks enticing. However, if this running attack gets going, Vanderbilt defense does not exist. It's not there. It's not a thing. This running attack gets going. Uh, maybe that 58 number is too dang low. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Final score prediction is going to be 40 to 14. Georgia, Bull Georgia Bulldogs pull away. This is going to be an Auburn-esque game. Um, but I think uh, Auburn didn't control the ball a lot. We ran the ball a lot. Uh, I think we're going to try to run the ball again, and Vanderbilt's not going to be able to uh, control the clock that much. I think we do see Carson Beck for most of the fourth quarter. Um, I'm going 40-14, to 14, which makes me lean the under as well as not take the spread of 38. We're going to come back after this. Uh, but first, I want to let you know about Bet Online. Bet Online's your sports book experts. All these bets that Daniel and I give out every single week, you can come back. And you can make sure to bet them over at the official sports book. That's right. The official sports book of Locked On Bulldogs, Locked On Podcast Network. Um, they are fast. They're reliable. They have all the point spreads. They have over-unders. They have every line, live dynamic lines as well. They are Daniel and I's favorite place to go to for every single lock that we're doing. Bet online, the official sports book of Locked On Podcast, Locked On Atlanta, and Locked On Bulldogs. Get over there right now. Let them know we sent you. See, see your hard-earned cash. Double, triple, get all them points that you can. Make some parlays. Sprinkle on that money line. Uh, bet online. Sportsbook experts. Okay. A couple other of news and notes around the league. Some enticing games as we get going in this. I'm going to give you a couple of locks uh, and then tell you where to maybe sprinkle some of your uh, money line. We, we call it a little sprinkle. Just take a little, just take a little, not, not, a, not a whole unit, maybe just one unit, not two units. Sprinkle on that money line. Uh, look, Baylor bears are rolling right now. I know they got to go to West Virginia. I know they just came off uh, a defeat. Look, give me Baylor given the three and a half, that three and a half, that hook doesn't scare me. I think Vegas is trying to tell you something. I think this line might get to three. The, the public may come in on West Virginia because of that hook. I don't think so. I actually think this number is going to go to four by the time game time kicks off. Give me Baylor Bears minus three and a half. They're a real deal. Dave Miranda's doing some things down there. I think they got a quarterback. I think they got a defense. Again, um, I, I think they're a real threat. I picked them before the season as my dark horse. If I had to pick a dark horse team to make the college football playoff, they were it. I don't think they're going to make it now, but they were at the time somebody that could sneak up on some people. I don't think they're sneaking up on anybody. This is a real team. Um, Baylor Bears against West Virginia. The ex-fighting JT Daniels. Um, over there, JT got no receivers still. Um, it's it's a 6 p.m. kickoff, so um, 
hydrate accordingly over there in West Virginia, that moonshine is going to hit different come kickoff. Um, but I think Baylor does travel defense travels. That quarterback's going to be fine. There's only three and a half. That's a small, I, I would have put this number at something else. So I'm going to take it. I think it does get up to four, four and a half by the time this game kicks off. Give a unit over there. I'm going to hit you with something that's going to seem like out of left field, but look, some trends that I'm seeing in college football, some bad teams that were bad last year are improving this year. And when you have an improving team, they keep on getting better as the season goes. An improving team improves. They don't plateau. And with more reps and with more skills uh, and with more coaching, uh, things get better and better and better and better. Uh, And look, I'm going to give you a name. That's what's happening for UConn. UConn is doing some things. They are playing good football. And I'm sorry, they are playing football. Before they were playing no such thing as football. And now they're playing football. And they... They get to go to Ball State. Now, I don't know if you understand the juggernaut that is football, heaven of Ball State. It doesn't exist. They're not a juggernaut. And the, the Huskies are getting nearly 10 points, nearly double digits, nine and a half points. Look, it, if I don't have a dog in the fight, if there are not a, a outlandish powerhouse team, and I see a team on film, on tape, doing better, getting better, and they're getting points, uh, that's my recipe. I'm going to go... UConn plus nine and a half. Uh, And then SEC game, a game of note for many of us, uh, because the aforementioned no longer terrifying me, Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, Does Will Levis play? I think he does. I think he goes back. Kentucky is, uh, they're a massacre waiting to happen for themselves. They're not a massacre waiting to happen for the other team. Mississippi State is a real team um, with some real players. The leading SEC passing yardage quarterback um look this line is only four points four points that's too little of points i know it's on the road kroger stadium is not anything to be intimidated by Uh, kentucky doesn't have an offensive line um they don't have many skill guys that can do it chris rodriguez is not the running back we all thought he was or at least i thought he was and uh the pirates going to keep on throwing the ball until you stop them and and if Kentucky wants to load up the box, which they do want to do, that's what Stoops does. Uh, that's not that's not the Pirates' mo. Pirates going to spread you out. He's going to get you going. He's going to pass the ball eighty times a game or something like that. Mississippi State minus four, given four on the road. That means they're you know they're probably only Vegas is seeing them as a one one and a half point favorite in neutral site. I don't think Kroger Field is that bad of a place to play. Uh, give me Mississippi State, given the points. We're going to go back to this. I'm going to finish you off with a couple more right after this. All right. Home stretch, final little bit right now. Uh, let me give them to you in rapid succession, and then I'm going to pontificate about this Georgia team just a little bit more. Uh, look, Wisconsin Badgers and Michigan State. If you can find a line on Iowa and the under, take whatever under there is in an Iowa game. I'm here to tell you. This is my lock, and it will be my lock every single week from henceforward. And this is the same MO here on this game. Find Iowa, find the total, take the under. And then and then count your cash as it comes rolling in. I was bad football. Yo, it is embarrassing. I if I if you're from the state of Iowa, I'm sorry. If you have connection to the state of Iowa, I apologize. It's an abomination what's happening over there. Uh, it has been for several years. And you know, the sick thing is, I, again, they look, they they wave to the kids in the hospital. Best thing they do. Only thing that football team is good for. Take the under. That's a lock from hence forward. But I'll tell you what, 
Wisconsin Badgers and uh, Michigan State, two very bad teams as well. There are not a lot of playmakers. Uh, a coach just got fired, uh, which is, whew, holy geez, if you had a Wisconsin homegrown boy who is winning games and taking to bowls, man, this college football playoff expansion has really, really cost a lot of people their, their livelihood. Uh, and some crazy things are happening. But the point total for this game is 49 and a half, nearly 50. These two teams are not juggernauts offensively. Wisconsin has had in the past put up some numbers. Um, but I think this is just big 10, big whatever football that you want to call it out there. Um, I, I don't see this game. I'm taking the under 49 and a half for Sparty as well as the Badgers. Um, another team that's surprising me, Pac-12 betting. Look, I'm a fool. If you bet on the Pac-12 like me and I will continue to do so, you're insane. You're crazy. But, man, I can't get away from Oregon State. Oregon State, you captivate me. They are at home. They are catching – or I'm sorry, they're giving three and a half, but they're catching the Washington State Cougars coming in that don't play good football. They're at home. Oregon State pulled off a, a pretty kind of unexpected win. Um, they got some gusto. They got some some moxie going, and they're feeling their oats. Give me Beavers of Oregon State minus three and a half against Washington State. Uh, and then, look – Here's my last two, and these are kind of the marquee games of the weekend. There's a lot of marquee games of this weekend, but Alabama is playing Tennessee. I don't care who the quarterback is. Alabama is going to run rickshaw over Tennessee. I, I don't want it to happen, but Alabama is going to run straight down the gullet of Tennessee. Tennessee can't play defense in the trenches on that side. Their offense is humming along, but I don't think it's going to be humming along to the tune of any points that Alabama is going to get into. Alabama might try to go ahead and control this game with running. Again, Tennessee can't stop them. I know what the quarterback for Alabama is going to do. He's going to run the ball. It's not going to matter because uh, Tennessee can't stop them. Give me the Crimson Tut minus seven. They are, they are giving seven points on the road. SEC. that place is going to be hopping, but I don't think it matters. Um, give me Alabama. And then lastly, give me Michigan against Penn State. Michigan's at home giving seven against Penn State. Penn State is not good. I, I don't care what the record says. They're not good. Sean Clifford is not a good quarterback. I, I have no faith. Whatever they, they want to try to bring in another guy at quarterback in one claim, Sean Clifford's hurt. I, look, I don't care. They're not a good team. I know they put up gaudy numbers uh, at Alabama, but that's not that's not anything for me to concern. Lay the points with Michigan those are all the locks. That's what I'm giving you this week. Uh, and one final note about this game against Vanderbilt. Grab the bucket. It might be closer than you want, and it might be closer in the fourth quarter. They might be 14-20 at half. We might pull ahead in the third. We might go ahead and make some adjustments. But again, don't expect them to lay down. Uh, coach Lee is a fiery, a fiery coach. He's excitable. Uh, he thinks that this team has something, and they do at the quarterback position, so look out for that. Uh, but here's my little – I'm going to come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about excited, nervous, don't sleep on for this Vanderbilt game. But I'm just going to be a little sneak peek for the loyal third segment listeners. It, if you don't understand that there is a chance, a chance, not saying a great chance, but a chance that Robinson is the bell cow by season in at running back, I don't know how to help you. Kenny Mack is Kenny Mack. We've seen him used in very specific sets. We've seen Dejon Edwards used in very specific sets as well. I've seen Branson come in in a lot of different sets and run the ball lots of different ways. I, I, I haven't seen the same. I've seen Kenny be that receiving guy. But if you don't think at the end of the season, we're going to have this guy who is an absolute rock-solid stud already performing 
Um, I don't know how to help you. You've been warned. He may be the bell cow when all is said and done. This has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you guys tomorrow.